Chapter seventy three of Thomas Wingfold, Curate. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phil Schempf. Thomas Wingfold, Curate, by George MacDonald. Seventy three, The Curate and the Doctor. There is something strange about that young man's illness, said Fava as soon as they had left the house i fancy you know more than you can tell and if so then i have committed no indiscretion in saying as much perhaps it might be an indiscretion to acknowledge as much however said the curate with a smile you are right i have not been long in the place returned Fava, and you had no opportunity of testing me but i am indifferent honest as well as you though i don't go with you in everything people would have me believe you don't go with me in anything they say as much do they returned Fava with some annoyance i thought i had been careful not to trespass on your preserves as for preserves i don't know of any answered the curate there is no true bird in the grounds that won't manage somehow to escape the snare of the fowler well said the doctor I know nothing about God and all that kind of thing, but though I don't think I'm a coward exactly either, I know I should like to have your pluck. I haven't got any pluck, said the curate. Tell that to the marine, said Fava. I daren't go and say what I think or don't think, even in the bedroom of my least orthodox patient. At least, if I do, I instantly repent it. While you go on saying what you really believe Sunday after Sunday, how you can believe it i don't know it's no business of mine oh yes it is returned wingfold but as to the pluck it may be a man's duty to say in the pulpit what he would be just as wrong to say by a sick-bed that has nothing to do with the pluck that's all i care about it has everything to do with what you take for pluck my pluck is only don worm i don't know what you mean by that it's benedict's name in much ado about nothing for the conscience my pluck is nothing but my conscience it's a damn fine thing to have anyhow whatever name you put upon it said Fava. excuse me if i find your epithet more amusing than apt said wingfold laughing you are quite right said Fava. i apologize as to the pluck again wingfold resumed if you think of this one fact that my whole desire is to believe in god and that the only thing i can be sure of sometimes is that if there be a god none but an honest man will ever find him you will not then say there is much pluck in my speaking the truth i don't see that that makes it a hair easier in the face of such a set of gaping noodles as i beg your pardon there is more lack of conscience than of brains in the abbey of a sunday i fear well all i have to say is i can't for the life of me see what you want to believe in a god for it seems to me the world would go rather better without any such fancy look here now there is young spencer out there at harwood a patient of mine his wife died yesterday one of the loveliest young creatures you ever saw the poor fellow is as bad about it as a fellow can be well he's one of your sort and he said to me the other day just as you would have him it's the will of god he said and we must hold our peace don't talk to me about god i said for i couldn't stand it do you mean to tell me that if there was a god he would have taken such a lovely creature as that away from her husband and her helpless infant at the age of two-and-twenty i scorn to believe it 
what did he say to that he turned white as death and never said a word ah you forgot that you were taking from him his only hope of seeing her again i certainly did not think of that said Fava. even then resumed wingfold i should not say you were wrong if you were prepared to add that you had searched every possible region of existence and had found no god or that you had tried every theory man had invented or even that you were able to invent yourself and had found none of them consistent with the being of a god i do not say that then you would be right in your judgment for another man of equal weight might have had a different experience i only say i would not then blame you but you must allow it a very serious thing to assert as a conviction without such grounds as the asserter has pretty fully satisfied himself concerning what could only drive the sting of death ten times deeper the doctor was silent i doubt not you spoke in a burst of indignation but it seems to me the indignation of a man unaccustomed to ponder the things concerning which he expresses such a positive conviction you are wrong there returned Eva, for i was brought up in the straightest sect of the pharisees and know what i am saying the straightest sect of the pharisees can hardly be the school in which to gather any such idea of a god as one could wish to be a reality they profess to know is that any argument of weight they and their opinions being what they are if there be a god do you imagine he would choose any straight sect under the sun to be his interpreters but the question is not of the idea of a god but of the existence of any seeing if he exists he must be such as the human heart could never accept as god inasmuch as he at least permits if not himself enacts cruelty my argument to poor spencer remains however unwise or indeed cruel it may have been i granted a certain amount of force as much exactly as had gone to satisfy the children whom i heard the other day agreeing that dr Fava was a very cruel man for he pulled out the nurse's tooth and gave the poor little baby such a nasty nasty powder is that a fair parallel i must look at it i think it is what you do is often unpleasant sometimes most painful but it does not follow that you are a cruel man and a hurter instead of a healer of men i think there is a fault in the analogy said Fava for here i am nothing but a slave to laws already existing and compelled to work according to them it's not my fault therefore that the remedies i have to use are unpleasant but if there be a god he has the matter in his own hands there is weight and justice in your argument which may well make the analogy appear at first sight false but is there no theory possible that should make it perfect i do not see how there should be any for if you say god is under any such compulsion as i am under then surely the house is divided against itself and god is not god any more for my part said the curate i think i could believe in a god who did but his imperfect best in one all power and not all goodness i could not believe but suppose that the design of god involved the perfecting of men as the children of god i said ye are gods that he would have them partakers of his own blessedness in kind be as himself suppose this grand idea could not be contented with creatures perfect only by his gift so far as that should reach and having no willing casual share in the perfection that is partaking not at all of god's individuality and free will and choice of good then suppose that suffering were the only way through which the individual could be set 
in separate and self-individuality so far apart from god that it might will or so become a partaker of his singleness and freedom and suppose that this suffering must be and had been initiated by god's taking his share and that the infinitely greater share suppose next that god saw the germ of a pure affection say in your friend and his wife but saw also that it was a germ so imperfect and weak that it could not encounter the coming frosts and winds of the world without loss and decay while if they were parted now for a few years it would grow and strengthen and expand to the certainty of an infinitely higher and deeper and keener love through the endless ages to follow so that by suffering should come in place of contented decline abortion and death a troubled birth of joyous result in health and immortality suppose all this what then Fava was silent a moment then answered your theory has but one fault it's too good to be true my theory leaves plenty of difficulty but has no such fault as that why what sort of god would content you mr Faber? the one idea is too bad the other too good to be true must you expand and pair until you get one exactly to the measure of yourself ere you can accept it as thinkable or possible why a less god than that would not rest your soul a week the only possibility of believing in a god seems to me to lie in finding an idea of a god large enough grand enough pure enough lovely enough to be fit to believe in and have you found any such may i ask i think i am finding such where in the man of the new testament i have thought a little more about these things i fancy than you have mr Faber. i may come to be sure of something i don't see how a man can ever be sure of nothing don't suppose me quite dumbfounded though i can't answer you offhand said mr Faber as they reached his door come in with me and i will make up the medicine myself it will save time there are a thousand difficulties he resumed in his surgery some of them springing from peculiar points that come before one of my profession, which I doubt if you would be able to meet so readily. But about this poor fellow, Lingard, you know, Glaston Gossip says he's out of his mind. If I were you, Mr. Faber, I would not take pains to contradict it. He is not out of his mind, but has such trouble in it as might well drive him out. Don't you even hint at it, though? I understand, said Faber if doctor and minister did understand each other and work together said wingfold i fancy a good deal more might be done i don't doubt it what sort of fellow is that cousin of theirs bascom is his name i believe a man to suit you i should think said the curate a man with the most tremendous power of believing in nothing come come returned the doctor you don't know half enough about me to tell what sort of man i should like or dislike well all i will say more of bascom is that if he were not conceited he would be honest and if he were as honest as he believes himself he would not be so ready to judge every one dishonest who does not agree with him i hope we may have another talk soon said the doctor searching for a cork some day i will tell you a few things that may stagger you likely enough i am only learning to walk yet said wingfold but a man may stagger and not fall and I am ready to hear anything you choose to tell me. Fava handed him the bottle, and he took his leave. End of chapter 73